0: got to live in We are pieces of a whole with different feelings to evoke.
1: Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes.
2: The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at Logan's on WPTF. Mike Raley here, along with Rufus Edmondson. Paul McKenzie is with us. And, and uh, We're handing out key lime oh. pie. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try it. Big John. Big John, you, Big John would, would be hurt if you didn't try it. Jeff, Good. you want a small piece of key lime pie?
3: I'll, I'll get some later on. Okay. Um, Paul? Oh to yeah, one? I gotta try the key lime pie for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, get some
2: key lime pie. Mmm,
4: that's like Bob. Mmm,
3: that's right. How is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, it's getting five star reviews.
2: How about that? Well, Lucy's over there. Our salesperson. Well, She's I, cutting I wanted, cutting pieces. I up.
4: wanted Lucy to have a piece herself.
2: Well, she, she's in control. Now, I know Josh doesn't. Josh, what was that Thank you were eating for breakfast this morning? It looked like a mixture of something.
0: So, uh, we were talking off the air. I've been doing the keto diet for about uh, 16 months now. It's, it's been great. Lost 82 pounds. Um, but that was a mixture of scrambled eggs, bacon, and, and cheese. It is a crazy diet uh, that, that I didn't understand for a long time, and... Um, uh, I'd heard of people having success with it, but it just was counterintuitive to me. Basically, it, it your body uses uh, one of three things to fuel itself: sugar, carbohydrates that are converted into sugar, or fat. So if you eliminate sugar and carbohydrates from your diet, then uh, your body burns fat as fuel.
4: You mean,
0: no baked potatoes. No baked potatoes. No baked potatoes, oh, Rufus. <laughs> It's not for everyone, no but it's worked pie. really well for me. <laughs> no
2: key lime pie either. Well, but, I'm, I'm uh, up right now. We're yeah. we're serving. We're serving. No, Josh doesn't want it, but uh, we we've, we've given some to your employees. Two employees have come in here, and they're raving about it. Okay. So we expect more of your employees to come in, and get
0: them. I'm I'm in no way against key lime pie. I'm just, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're pro it's key lime pie. It's uh, big
2: John's. Big John's bigger than all of us put together. So we're not a, again his. Key lime pie, for any reason. All right, uh, 919-860-9783. And let's see here.
0: While you're looking at your list of oh, callers. That was,
2: uh, that was something from <laughs> Nelson Cox. She was answering a question.
0: Oh, good. I just, I'm just, i going to do a shameless plug again and, and remind folks that we're, uh, we're here at Logan's, which is in downtown Raleigh, right off of uh, Capitol Boulevard at Peace Street. And today is a really special day. Uh, We're doing our wipeout sale. Um, Store-wide, we're running 20% off virtually everything in the store. And uh, on top of that, we have uh, all of our clearance items are going to be an additional 50% off of the lowest marked price today, which means there are many, many items that are uh, 70, 80% off or even more. And uh, this is a this has become one of our biggest uh, days in the in the whole year. just like a spring Saturday, um, so uh, it's a it's a fun time. Uh, if you enjoy uh, treasure hunting, um, come on down to Logan's today. Again, twenty percent off store wide today only, and an additional fifty percent off of the lowest marked price on all of our clearance items. And um, we make sure that this event doesn't disappoint. We uh, we work hard to make sure that we have lots of great clearance uh, items for folks to choose from so
4: Josh I I even feel embarrassed about this but I shouldn't pull out my dollars I have from previous uh,
0: you should have used those dollars Rufus they they were supposed to be used in June
4: oh well yeah it is
2: August
0: Rufus is referring to his Logan's Bucks a lot like your coal Cole's cash that folks But
2: Rufus has marked out June and written in all
0: of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Rufus does know the secret handshake. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's probably able to uh, uh, pull a little rank around here, but uh, we do uh, politely encourage you to use them while they're in their deficit <laughs> <they're>, period. While <laughs> politely,
3: they're
2: still valid. Politely. Now, this is really good. It's not as good as Melissa's. Lemon meringue pie, homemade lemon meringue pie. But
0: if it good. was, you wouldn't say so, would you? No, no. It, it, I'm, I'm if, being honest. If so, you've arrived at a at a new level of marriage that that I'm not familiar with.
2: Well, I'll tell you, having eaten it uh, several times over the years, I, I can honestly say, wife or no wife, that it's it's uh, the best lemon meringue pie I've ever had.
0: I wouldn't dispute that because I've had Melissa's. Uh, uh, Brittle, her peanut brittle it's in that realm and it folks i'm sorry to say this over there because it's it's not available for sale anywhere (laughs) that you could purchase but (laughs) uh mrs Rayleigh makes some of the most divine uh, peanut brittle uh it's you've had
2: some lucy haven't you good stuff paul
0: oh yes 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 i've never encountered anything like it uh uh, peanut brittle
5: for people who don't like peanut brittle
0: yeah, that's that's right. right, it is. It's, it's, it's not going to break any teeth. That's right. And it's uh, addictive. Having, Potentially having approved by, by the American Dental Association. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so do you break the key keto diet for that?
0: I think I ate one piece of there peanut brittle right. last well, year. And I, uh, my father, who's a peanut, uh, peanut-aholic, peanut enjoyed the rest. Yeah,
2: okay. Well, that's, he's well-deserved for your dad to get that let's see here oh jason our producer says it's amazing the brittle too all right well that's unanimous, <laughs> it's it's unanimous. <laughs>
4: well you all limit me that's I'm that's here. right we don't we don't let rufus have now a lot of sweets it, i eat a big old slice that lemon yeah you don't have any pie. more
2: sweets the rest of
0: the day well so, josh
4: you won't see me the rest of the day <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe Rufus I just is going to be laying down on the cot yeah, and, in the back office. Well,
2: there'll be somebody watching you.
0: <laughs>
3: well, Josh, we're, we're getting pretty, we're, you know, we're a few weeks off from I, ideal fall planting time, but I, I would not discourage somebody from going ahead and picking up a tree or a shrub yeah. and, and planting it today. Especially um, with the rain. Yeah, we got some nice soil moisture right now, you know, and, and just... Just monitoring the soil moisture over the next few weeks should get you into the cooler fall temperatures, and then you'll start getting some root growth. So I I would not hesitate to jump on if you see a good sale on a tree or shrub Absolutely. in your landscape today and get that get that planted.
0: That's a great point. There there are some years where we're planting in August. Of, it's going to be more challenging. I mentioned earlier on the air the the difference between some summers and others but this one uh, we really look to be settled into a good uh, milder uh, late summer pattern so uh, indeed this would be a great time especially with today's sale the 20% off store-wide and and some clearance items up to 80% off here at Logan's Uh, it's a great day and if you're too far away to drive to Logan's uh, go visit your local nursery Uh take advantage of uh, this unusually pleasant Mm -hmm. summertime uh, weather
4: well, you got a couple more months too on annuals josh uh, that i'm sure that you have a big sale on your your annuals i know that your your friend phil does and nelson does that's right and so you've got a couple more months on your on your annuals your impatience and things like that So, uh, you know this time of year for most people is sort of a downer in their gardens it's just the dog days of august and I've kept mine alive with just begonias. Uh, they don't seem to require as much water. I, I never knew about that until I put a lot of begonias out this year. Is that, is that true? It must
0: be true. Well, they they do have uh, that that really uh, thick tissue in their foliage which which tends to make them a little more uh, resilient in the uh, drier periods. Um, but as you're mentioning, you know, while this is oftentimes sort of a a forgotten about time in the garden there's a lot to enjoy right now there's tons of perennial color as well and uh the good thing about perennials is uh, you know yeah many of them will be going uh dormant uh in the winter but they'll be back next year and right now if if you go out into the garden center here or out just walking around your neighborhood you're going to see things like echinacea the the cone flower as many people refer to it Rebecca, which is your black-eyed Susan. Uh, Coryopsis. Yeah, there's tons of color. Yeah. Uh, so if your landscape is looking a little tired and, and you're wanting to spice things up, this is a great time to shop for some awesome perennials that are in bloom. Uh, there are still a, a ton of summer annuals that are showing color uh, here in the garden center. And we've gotten begun to get in some of our uh, fall annuals. Uh, well, you know, Frankly, mums are not annuals, although we often treat them as such, but we've gotten in our first crop of mums, mm. uh, asters, which are a great fall color option. Uh, no pansies just yet, uh, but honestly, they won't be that far behind, and we do have our um, our first wave of the uh, fall veggies that have begun to come in, so Very good. there's a lot to look forward to in the garden center, sure even enough. though it's August uh... billy howell
2: is with us uh, out at the state farmers market billy good morning to you good
1: morning how's it
2: going mike uh... we're doing fine my friend uh... so what's what's happening we were out there my wife and i were out there earlier this week uh... a great time to go to the farmers market during the week because there aren't uh, there are plenty of vendors but there aren't as many uh... customers around and and more places to park uh... but uh... There were still peaches and butter beans and peas uh, a lot of stuff out there under the farmers buildings this morning
1: yes sir cleaning out there well,
4: yeah, i got some peaches yesterday billy it called autumn well what is it autumn that that variety of peach anyway it had autumn to it and wow. i had one this morning on my oatmeal and it was delicious mm,
2: sounds good hello billy yes sir Okay, I, I I wasn't sure you were there, you didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, uh, was, uh,
2: and we can't we can't hear you very well for some reason. I don't know. Maybe please, we can do something it. about that at the back of the station. Uh, maybe
1: that works better. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So. Yeah, uh, later. W- what, think, what do you uh, got
2: under the farmers' buildings this morning?
1: Oh, uh, we have um, a few uh, varieties of fresh apples: uh, Ginger Gold and Summer Rambo. Uh, a few Honeycrisp and Paula Reds, uh, Asian pears and nectarines, and, and Muscadine and on grapes started coming in uh, about a week or so ago. Um, and we, of course, we have corn, and we have cantaloupes and watermelons and uh, blueberries, and potatoes, and sweet potatoes. Cabbage. You got some little red cabbage down there where it's about as big as you feel. They're pretty good, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, all types some good of
1: hot peppers.
2: Yeah, you do. There are a lot of different varieties of hot peppers out there. I did notice that. And tomatoes.
1: Uh, yeah. The smaller yeah. tomatoes have become Yeah, I was got, uh, last weekend I brought my grandkids out here. They got to take pictures with and see the honeybee uh, display. And, uh, my little four-year-old granddaughter. She loves tomatoes. So we went down and give her a bucket, and let her pick out all those little varieties of the cherries, grapes, and pear tomatoes, and all the different colors. She had a blast. She, that, that was her favorite thing. That and a little bit of broccoli. Mm. Broccoli, huh?
2: How about that? Well, she's really branching Our farmer's out building
1: for you. On the produce end is full. Every every space there's not open space down there. Under 10 is, uh, pretty full. We have the German bakers and, uh, all the cup flyers and the cookie people. Sounds good. Down on the other end, we have some of our craft vendors, uh, selling lemonade and, uh, gluten-free donut holes and baskets and hot sauce. And we still have, uh, plant vendors and, uh, fruit trees, and uh, all the different varieties of uh, summer plants are out here still.
2: And up at the market shops, uh, lots of things to choose from in there.
1: Go up there, and time you walk in the door, even get close to the door, you smell the fresh bread and apple jacks coming from the uh, market bakery. And then you have N.C. hammocks, chairs and hammocks and wind chimes. Uh, all types of old-fashioned candy and old-fashioned sodas, uh, signs and decor for your house, the inside and out. Uh, three, two, one, coffee. And got the grill up there and get your Rufus style. Yep. Yeah. And uh, got uh, fresh seafood, there and fresh meat. Our fresh meats. Uh, we are selling ostrich meat now down at uh, May Farm.
2: Rufus, when are you going to have a ostrich sandwich? Well,
4: I, I've had ostrich before.
2: Where'd you have that?
4: Uh, we used to have this thing called the wild game dinner when the when Jim Graham was alive. Called the on <laughs> that was a, that
2: it, was a wild party yeah, too. bet. and at
4: Valentine's Restaurant every year. Oh yeah, year,
2: that's right.
4: We would have the wild game dinner, and I and, remember and I had some ostrich. And believe it or not, as badly as I hate snakes, they had some rattlesnake meat that was Ooh. edible, and it was just a wonderful time, so it, it's a good, uh, chewy chewy kind of meat. Uh-huh. It's not like eating fried chicken
5: at the farmer's market restaurant.
2: Chewy, huh?
5: It's chewy. Amy, Angus Barn once upon a time had an, an ostrich appetizer.
2: Oh, I didn't realize that.
5: And I tasted it there.
2: <laughs> was it chewy? <laughs> I,
5: I don't remember it being chewy. But uh, but game you know game meat often has a different texture, tougher yes. texture.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, well, lamb is gamey to me. I mean, you know, I just
5: oh, I love lamb.
2: Yeah, it's, it's an acquired taste for me. I
4: marinate deer meat. That, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, barbecue, yeah. Some barbecued deer.
5: I once bought goat meat in the Durham Farmers Market, and uh, that I made meatballs with it very, you know, very uh, low in fat, so not good for Josh, not good for Keto, <laughs> but um, I mixed it with a sausage and, you know, a, fatty, a fattier meat and made meatballs that were delicious.
2: I don't know if I had any goat meat in Israel or not. I had a lot of different things to eat, mainly vegetables, very little meat. You probably didn't there. because
4: the goat has a split hoof.
2: Well, I didn't notice. I didn't notice any hoofs on the plate, anyway. I I
4: may may be wrong about the Jewish religion, but didn't the Bible?
2: Oh, okay. You're talking about yeah. Split hoof.
3: Yeah. No pigs. Right.
4: Maybe no goats.
3: Well, I gotta, I gotta tell you, if you haven't tried any, you know, pasture-raised beef or you know, locally raised pork or you know, some of these local uh, pasture-raised poultry. If you haven't tried some of those things from either the state farmer's market or from your local farmer's market, you are missing out. I mean, you are in for a treat. And just to clarify, you know, these, these locally raised meats are not gamey. Yeah. Um, they are tender and have excellent flavor and are delicious. And... Um, uh, you know, you're supporting local farmers. Now, you may be in for a little bit of a sticker shock if you're used to grocery store prices for meats. But look at it. Don't look at it as your everyday dinner. If if you have that, now if you've got it in your budget, yeah, by all means, support our local farmers. But otherwise, look at it as as it as a treat. You know, you know, purchase that that meat for a special occasion for the weekly, you know, Saturday dinner or whatever it is. Um but uh yeah, you're in for a treat if you haven't tried some of our, our local farm raised meats that you can get from the farmers markets.
2: Very good. Uh what what else you got out there this meat? morning we have there. A
1: in the Yeah. Uh, my family raised hogs for Nahuna for many, many years. Yeah. Very good. Um, so, really so, good. Uh, different to running out into town getting
2: Oh, it definitely uh, is.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about it.
2: So, uh, you uh, big got,
1: box uh, stores may be a little bit cheaper, but it won't be the same taste, that's for sure.
2: And you got a great, uh, seafood restaurant out there, and of course, the farmer's market restaurant.
1: Yes, we got plenty to eat here, both <laughs> of them. Very, very well. You'll probably take something home with you,
2: probably. So, yeah, yeah. take yeah. some biscuits from the farmer's market restaurant. Good stuff. Uh, so, um, Super sod is probably they are probably selling still some warm season sod, but uh, the fescue sod is right around the corner a lot of people be replanting in in the fall some people like the um, the evergreen as opposed to the warm season grasses which turn kind of a yellow brown in the sun, in the winter but they have it all there and they can tell you who to 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 who to plant. Uh, if you can't plant it yourself, they can get somebody to uh, to plant it. That's
1: right. Um, and and they have fertilizer and those big bags of um,
2: mulch. Yeah, uh,
1: soil as well, not just the sod that they sell.
2: Right. home.
1: I still won't take I, that little lawnmower home with me because I think when it sees my yard, it just sit there and start smoking.
2: Yeah, the the little uh, robot mower that they that have stuff out there—they the cut some of their plots. And uh, they have a lot of plots if you're not sure about what uh, a grass will look like, a uh, type of grass. They have zoysia plots and centipede and all
1: of that. But and that's right. So if you come down to the end of the farmer's building, uh, and you'll see some sunflowers there. Uh, some of them have seen a few better days, but there's a little plot of sunflowers there. And then the plots beside that are some of the different grasses that supersod sells.
2: And uh, let's see, market imports
1: is market out there, imports is still full of statues and bird baths and all kinds of stuff. For your oh, home you're man there. outside as well.
2: What'd you say, uh, Rufus? I said, "Hey, thanks for
1: Yeah, tell him, yeah, yeah, tell him you're not there. Rufus.
4: Say, I'm not all here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, don't tell him that.
1: Uh, we're here. All right, and the reason that we're talking about traffic not being as much this week, a lot of people are getting their children into college, so they're doing yeah. a lot of move-ins across the state, and uh, so, so yep. yeah, it is a good that's
2: week. right busy time parking park lot people. may
1: not be quite as full as normal.
2: Yeah, but it uh, they they had plenty of stuff out there when we went on uh, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, so. Uh, if you if you think it's too crowded during the weekend, then go during the week because you're open seven days a week, right?
1: Monday to, through Wednesday, you have more time to talk to the farmers and they'll explain to you when they pick, um, what they got, how they grew it, their whole process, and they are just willing to um, educate people. I was down talking to um, Cindy Lowe yesterday, one of our apple uh, growers, and she was just telling me all about the passion of being joined, talking to people. And, of course, you can't do that as much on uh, the weekend. So, Monday through Wednesday, they have plenty of time. They'll tell you, you know, what generation they are because a lot of these have have 100-year-old farms. And, um, and their children and even grandchildren are out uh, still farming. It's well, that's
2: the way the commissioner wants to
1: learn something um, yeah. about your food. No doubt.
2: Billy, thank you so much for joining us. Always nice talking to you, my friend.
1: Yes, sir. Y'all come see us.
2: Ah, We shall. We shall. We're at Logan's uh, Wipeout Sale today. Get up to 80% off, uh, 20% off storewide, 50% off orange sticker items. Biggest sale of the year. Uh, And they'll have cookie crumbs and stairway to veg and food trucks out here today. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF at 937. We're at Logan's, their wipeout sale. Get up to 80% off, uh, 20% off store-wide, 50% off orange stickers. Biggest sale of the year, cookie crumbs and stairway to Vegin food trucks will be here. Cookie crumbs from 11 to 3 and stairway to Vegin 12 to 5. And plus uh, Seaboard Cafe, we're in we're in the Seaboard Cafe area here this morning with uh, the show 919-860-9783. So, what uh, what are the master gardeners in Mitchell <coughs> County doing of late? Mitchell County,
5: uh, we are uh, we're getting ready a 4-H garden that uh, kind of went uh, dormant. <laughs> a community garden for 4-H where they grow uh, vegetables and then give them to uh, food banks in the area. And uh, that went dormant during the pandemic. Of course, the kids did not work on site. So um, our master gardeners have been, uh, you know, rejuvenating that garden, cleaning up the weeds, uh, uh, testing the soil, replenishing the soil, amending the soil. Um, We put in some cover crops. And uh, getting it ready so the kids can return to it this fall.
2: So what vegetables are you growing? A lot of greens?
5: Uh, I'm not, you know, I have so many hours with my master gardeners that, um, that just kind of creating a program that I'm not working on site at the gardens. So I want to hold those hours for the um, for the. The people who need the hours, so I don't know exactly what they're planting there, but I can tell you in my garden, I have lots of zucchini.
2: <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna plant a, a fall garden?
5: I, fall. we probably will I probably will um, uh, you know test some of the the cool season, the kale and um, it's been well Rufus won't be coming cool to eat season. with you then no, no, okay. <laughs> Does't like care it. for the kale. <laughs>
3: and, and this is the time to get that stuff planted. A, a lot of that, that that fall garden stuff needs to be planted now um, so that you can be harvesting, you know, into September, October, mm-hmm. even November. So
4: Especially in the mountains. Yeah. Well, by the way, uh, I want to know if, if you recognize the incredible, incredible dahlias that grow up in the mountains. Uh, well, you know, one to- of our
5: Master Gardener interns is uh, you know, that's her focus of her garden is growing dahlias. And she keeps putting pictures on Facebook and I'm just overwhelmed with how many blooms are on one plant.
4: Oh um, and, and they have I don't, to stake them up, they are so heavy laden with blooms.
5: Yeah, I don't think dahlias grow as well in the triangle, is that Oh, they don't, right? I
4: can tell you. Yeah. My mother would grow some six almost five feet tall. That was her favorite mm-hmm. church flower. And along about right now, now obviously they, they dig up the, the dahlia tubers every year right. and put, put them in the basement. And and there's nothing any more beautiful than driving along the countryside up in the mountains and seeing a dahlia yeah.
5: patch. Yeah. And and also the peonies seem to grow very well here, or peony as you may call it, um, and daylily.
2: Oh, wonderful, you, yeah. wonderful.
4: Oh, so I, I think <laughs> that the peonies, as my mama called them, will mm-hmm. last longer in the mountains than they do here. They're 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 beautiful here. They yeah. grow very well, but not as beautiful and not as long blooming as in the mountains.
2: Yeah,
5: agreed.
4: Yeah.
2: So can we still plant fall blooming bulbs? A lot of people don't plant fall blooming bulbs. Oh, fall. They, they plant bloom. winter, winter and spring. Or a spring blooming, you know, the daffodils. I, so I
5: think you can so still forth. plant them now, uh, like an autumn crocus. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. A spider lily? Yeah. Right.
2: Still uh, not. Sp- <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask Josh, <laughs> no, in not hear. I was going to ask Josh. Josh has, uh, I'm sure you have been, Andrea, too, Logan's, and they have quite a collection, yep. quite a supply of, of different types for all seasons of bulbs. So um, a lot of people don't think about the, the fall blooming. <laughs> the pink naked ladies, the uh the the spider li- spider lilies are uh just kind of pop up and they're they're so interesting looking. So yeah, things like that, fall crocus. You got any fall blooming stuff, Rufus?
4: Uh absolutely well, the, the, the black eyed Susan's the now the Lycoris, the pink lady, they, they just haven't haven't done their thing yet. Of course, they they will come without the foliage. Then the food foliage comes later. September, and uh, it's it's getting time, getting time for the uh, little fall the blooming crocuses uh, she mentioned. And the the biggest thing that I've got blooming is something called a swamp daisy. It's a big mm. tall. Uh, Mm -hmm. about five feet five six feet tall falls down when it rains yellow uh, looking uh, flower just prolific I'd I'd highly recommend it and and you plant uh, that
5: rufus or is it a volunteer
4: well once you plant it, it's a volunteer. All right,
5: <laughs> 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 That's nice. it, well, it will jump. It, yeah, it's,
4: I, I call it the swamp daisy, and I don't know. Paul probably knows the the full name of it. Probably
5: more a swamp sunflower, I think.
4: Well, it could be the yeah. out. And and the, the the thing that I absolutely talk about on the show all the time, and I know people get tired of it is the Mexican sunflower which grows so easy to seed and its bloom looks like a dahlia and the butterflies Uh absolutely love it hummingbirds love it you don't have to touch it It, uh, in the beginning when they start growing at about a foot tall i start clipping them off so they won't grow eight nine feet tall and fall over with the slightest little wind blowing because they do have Mm -hmm. a shallow root but it just seeds over itself. And cleamy, oh, my goodness, cleamy, it's the easiest thing for little kids to grow. Yeah,
2: I see them see just uh, growing in ditch banks, That's, places. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
5: I planted that this year in a in a container for the first time, seeds, and they are phenomenal. I mean, we. Yeah. my husband even commented, and he's not a gardener, and he was, yeah, we we're like, oh, we have to, like, we have to make a bed and put this in next year. So
2: Right. How about that? Of course, you seniors are, like are
4: just the, the, the easiest thing. That's another plant that I always uh, give seeds to, to my nieces and nephews that are small. Uh-huh. And let them, let them, they're so easy to grow, of course.
2: They like a lot of sun. But them uh, you make a mass the of them.
4: Stuff. Oh, absolutely! Don't but stick one here and one there. Just that's
2: that's something I've always, and I think uh, most people who are on the show recommend. If you're planting pansies or or uh, whatever uh, flowers, annuals, plant a mass of them. That gives the effect. I think you're wasting your time and money if you don't aren't going all out for with something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. The other thing I uh, I would. Mention is that you know we're 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 getting to that time where uh, folks typically have less and less blooming in their landscapes. So a lot of our gardens in this area are focused on spring bloomers, and we need those fall blooming things, those those late summer and fall blooming things. Uh, we need them just for the beauty they provide in our landscapes, uh, but also for the pollinators. You know, there's a lot of uh, okay. concern about uh, pollinators and other beneficial insects. And giving them forage sources throughout the season, you know, from spring all the way to uh, first frost is really crucial. Um, So, uh, you know, joe pieweed, the goldenrods, some of the asters, um, there's a whole host of things that will continue. And some of the annuals, too, you can can add some of the the late blooming annuals. Uh, But there's a whole host of things that you can add to your landscape. So if you're going out to your landscape today and thinking, wow, things look kind of drab. Um, this would be an opportunity for you to add some things. Yeah.
4: Like picking up some some things here at Logan's today on this great sale. To really Wipeout sale. Out.
3: This is the
2: biggest one of the year here. You get up to 80% off, and uh, there are 80% off items all over the place. Uh, 20% off store-wide. That means everything's 20% off. 50% off, uh, including uh, push brooms. Uh, 50% off orange stickers. Our biggest sale of the year—I say our—it's uh, Josh's biggest sale of the year. Cookie crumbs from 11 a.m. to three. Shall I buy you a cookie, Rufus? Or we got enough sweets you know, to I've go around? I've bladed myself already. Yeah. Stairway mm-hmm. to Vegan Food Truck, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Now That's Linda would love that. Vegen she truck. would definitely love that. Yeah. Yep. So and well, I've got
4: said for that because she has takes no prescription medicine. I've never known her to take one in her life. Uh, and she's just as healthy as can be, and so I'm going to have to attribute some of that to uh, the vegetarian diet.
2: Being a vegetarian, now, not, not, she's not not
4: vegan. She's not vegan.
2: Not uh, carrying a cell phone probably helps. The
4: only person I know in the whole free world that doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> My wife says she will not be tethered by a cell phone.
2: Well, yeah, it is, and unless you're in trouble you out, out on the get road. By with it. Yeah, if you're on tr- in trouble out on the road or something, is the only thing that I, you know, no, certainly. Like,
4: what did we do before those? Somebody help?
5: You. Exactly. In the old days, we managed to find. Yeah, but you weren't. <laughs> you liable to road, get right. beat up now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rufus and I are not going to get out and thumb anymore like we did when uh. we were in.
4: That's uh-huh. amazing. What, what adventure. You know what I
5: still have in my car? I have something my mother gave me decades ago when I started driving. And I've just moved it from car to car. But it's this sign that you put in your, your um, rear dash uh, that says, call police. <laughs> so when uh-huh. you have an.
2: Uh, oh, wow. You oh, I remember just, that. Uh, put that sign yeah. up
5: there, and some good Samaritan will call the police. And you stay locked inside your car. If, well,
2: your you know, mother was very trusting, wasn't she? <laughs> My mother? <laughs> <laughs> Your mother was very trusting.
4: Yeah.
5: Well, we or lived in police. New York City
2: at that time. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, okay, well, that was. Uh, gee whiz. New York New York mothers, City.
5: Mothers are that way, aren't they? That's they are. Way. They're supposed, are supposed to be. To be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
2: right, wow. so 919 860 9783, 919 860 WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. We're in the Seaboard Cafe. Lots going on. Right, crazy acoustics. so You're hearing everything that's going on in here this morning. But it's a, you know it's an old building, a very historic building downtown. Where it used to be the train station. In fact, uh, the train moved by just uh, I don't know an hour ago. It's always a nice effect. The first time we did a remote here, we did it right up against that chain link fence. So that means right up I, against oh the. Oh my goodness. And the train was, there was a train moving back and forth. It would back up, and it would, uh, and sometimes you can't tell when a train's moving forward and when it's backing up. But at any rate, we, uh,
4: I guess the hookups made quite a, we
2: we were kind of blocked out every once in a while. You couldn't hear us. (laughs) Well, that was, you know, another adventure on the weekend gardener.
4: Did you find all of your uh, plants?
5: Look at my cart right there. I can't fit one oh. more
2: thing
3: on it. Oh, nice. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Look, you got some beautiful ornamental grasses that you're going to be planting. Yeah, oh, yes, that's nice, nice. That's something Lots that's of planting. That's something that's definitely underutilized in the landscape. Is the ornamental grasses? Um, they can really add so much. And uh, uh, there's some native. Or I don't know what species you got, but there are some native ornamental grasses that. Um, Getting back to my soapbox on pollinators, if you, um, if you leave those standing through the winter, um, they provide some habitat and protection for those, uh, those native insects to help them get through the winter. Yeah, that
2: is really pretty ornamental grass. Does mm-hmm. it say on the label
3: what, what type it was?
2: Uh, I'll Lucy? have to go check it again. Yeah, That's you don't, have to, go, you don't have to. You selection. just let me know. Let me know. It's really pretty. I like uh, that. I, people yeah. are using, if you go out to the Museum of Art, Oh. in Raleigh Oops. off Blue Ridge Road. They they have planted a lot of different types of of ornamental grass uh-huh. and you know, it gets very shades of yellow and brown uh-huh. during the winter, but it's a, just a wonderful effect. Yes. So yeah. you can do a lot with it. We've planted some at church and in in an area that uh that had flowers and bulbs and stuff uh at one time and and weeds and and uh, now we have a lot of mulch and ornamental grass, and it's really nice. A lot of different types doesn't have to bloom, in the true sense of the word, but it's you know it's uh, it has year-round enjoyment, I think.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Well, I use my zebra grass each year as my outside Christmas tree. I think I sent you a picture one. Yes, time. you did. So, yeah, I busted it, a, like the old. That's a rope and bustling, I call it. And it flourishes out on the top of the it serves also as what like Paul said as a, a place for little critters and things. But it's a good outdoor Christmas tree.
2: Yeah. All right, 919-860-9783, more of the weekend gardener coming up from Logan's in downtown Raleigh, just off East Street. It's 952. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Yes, indeed. Hey, it's 957. We're at Logan's this morning with the Weekend Gardener. You know, each season brings a different challenge for the health and safety of your car. Uh, you know, It really does affect the car. You know, summer is murder on an automobile or truck. King's Auto Service really believes in being proactive because it's, in the long run, going to save you a lot of money. With your maintenance, that is, yeah, yeah for your car, the effects of the hot weather, uh, the, the belts, the hoses, fluid levels, need to get those checked. We're uh, approaching a cooler time of year, get the antifreeze or coolant protection level checked tread depth on your tires uh, you can't stop you can't control the car if you don't have good brakes and tires and King's Auto Service can help with all of that and much much more and uh, we're hearing in the news a lot about catalytic converter thefts especially on uh, Toyota Priuses for instance You need to go to King's Auto Service. And they can prevent this from happening by installing what's called the CAT Shield. So give them a call. Let them help you out with that. And uh, so you weren't going to be a victim because the CAT Shield uh, is relatively low price uh, compared to the $2,000 that you're going to spend on a new catalytic converter for your car. And speaking of... uh, hybrids like the Prius, the battery in those, the battery pack is only going to last so long. So uh, 150,000 miles, I think, is the average. But Some will go a lot farther than that. But get the folks at King's to check those out. If you need a new battery pack for your hybrid vehicle, they can do a courtesy analysis on the battery and sell you one for cheaper than the dealer is going to be able to do it. So King's Correct Lube and King's Auto Service, On Northwest Street, it's 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh, kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. We'll be back from Logan's.